Alright, welcome everyone to another episode of The Moral of the Story with me, your host, Jared Moral. <laughs> I am joined today by a very good friend and local comedian with the Steamboat Comedy Group, Miss Kendra Ruth. Say hi. Hello, fine people. <laughs> I don't know. The, the, the only the finest people. Only the finest. To this podcast. Absolutely. Shout out to the finest people who listen to this podcast. Thank you. Uh, apparently there's like three downloads in japan or something dope so, so we got connects in japan i'm trying to hit up the cherry blossoms next spring so if you like this story uh you should invite me people in japan yeah shout out to our japanese friends i don't know who it is it might be someone it's nisan shi that's Sugoi. one two three four in oh. japanese yeah sagoi means cool oh mm, look yeah. at us we're <laughs> practically ready to go over there cultured <laughs> <laughs> uh, ow Pulled my headphone out. Uh, yeah. So we've we've only known each other for like what, a year and a half, maybe. Yeah, I would say year ish. and a half ish. Year and a like half that. ish. We have a really funny story about how we met. Yeah. Okay. So that was gonna be the first thing. I was like, we need to talk about how we met. Okay. I'm a bitch. Kinda. No, but not. But now that you know me, you know I oh, wasn't yeah. being a bitch. Yeah. Now you know, I I'm know. just like ADHD but it, as fuck. But it came like, off. Oh, so horrible. Super bitchy. So horrible. <laughs> well, to me, I was also in a different state of, or a different frame of mind. Yeah. Essentially, if if anyone knows Kyle Ruff, uh, also part of Steamboat Comedy, if you don't know Kyle, um, they started doing uh, they basically you and Kyle were like the original or some of the originals. Yeah. In Steamboat Comedy, mm-hmm. and after I think was it just an open mic or was it a show? I don't know what it was. Oh, no. I think it was an open mic. It was, or we it was just a Wednesday. Because we, we so went had, to a karaoke. Yeah, so it had exactly. to have been. Because I'm like, there's only one chance that we'd all be schmiggities together. And it was that after is... an open mic, for sure. Yes. For sure. So, yeah, it was after an open mic before I started doing it. And, yeah, I remember I saw you and he was like, or I remember he said, like, oh, yeah, uh, the girl Kendra, she's from Boston. Yeah. And I was like, oh, really? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You should introduce me sometime. Yeah. And then we're at Schmigs, and <laughs> Kyle's like, oh, by the way, this is my friend Jared from Boston. You were like, hi, nice to meet you, and head turned I don't even think I said that. Kyle says that. I go, cool. <laughs> and no, I like ran. Oh, okay. No, you actually like, hi, oh, nice okay. to meet you. And then okay. Just turn, but Kyle you, makes it. Well, yeah, I still did. Just was like, hey, bye. Yeah, it was like, <laughs> great. But I'm over here now. Yes. Like, just it's karaoke, you know? I got to, like, mingle, get the votes in if it's... If it's a contest. It's karaoke contest time. Just really... I don't know. Social situations are hard for me because I'm just yeah. like, ah! Isn't that like, why we drink? Yeah. That's why I drink. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Social anxiety. Yeah. Cheers. I, people are like, you don't have social anxiety. I'm like, you don't know me you well enough. You have no, no idea. No idea. <laughs> So, yeah, that's how we met, but we're both uh, little mass holes. And whoa, whoa, whoa. Speak for yourself. I'm not a mass hole. Mm. Even when you drive? Gotcha. Uh, okay, okay. That's okay. how you know. That's Because I don't think I am. Everyone's like, oh, really? You're from Boston? And then they're in the car with me, and they're like, oh, I've, okay. I've definitely ran like two red like, lights. Mr. Rogers, I'll week. kill you and your whole fucking family. <laughs> Hurry the fuck up. What are we on? <laughs> Say horrible shit all the time, I, basically. I, I, I For no reason. Like, it's just people <laughs> driving, like, 
around in steamboats. Well, oh, and let's let's just clear one thing up though. People in steamboat don't know how to drive. Oh, a hundred percent. You can yeah, okay. So yeah, yeah no, a hundred percent. People like, here suck. They, I feel like they cause more accidents be- or like or just make me more nervous in driving in the city because they're like trying to be nice when I'm yes. like, it's your yeah. turn. People are too nice. It's here. your turn. It's your fucking turn. Drive, drive with some. Uh, what do I want to say? Like with a, not aggression, Gusto. but just like with, with some uh, conviction. Drive conviction, with some exactly. drive with conviction. Like if you, follow if, the rules, actually. Well, yeah, but like don't if you like. I'm I'm one of those people. If I'm at a four way stop and I know it's my turn to go, I'm gonna fucking. Once go. I hit the gas, I'm going. Same. Like not it was like, my oh, turn. No, people do that. I'm like, it's your turn. I've literally rolled my window down. It's like it's your turn. Yeah. Just to like be like, why go, the just, fuck are you? Just go. It takes yeah. two seconds. It's your turn. You're going to fuck the whole flow up because everyone's waiting for you to go, not me. And then if I go, maybe, in, you know. Yeah, yeah. It, exactly. it, it, just chain reaction. It's Exactly. Yeah, I'd rather I'd rather be in Boston where people are shitty drivers and know that they're shitty but choose to do it anyways. Yeah. Whereas here, people they, are just like, la, la, I, I don't la, know. La, I don't know. It's a Sunday drive every fucking day. Every day. Murder. It's like, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Sunday massacre every day every in my mind. <laughs> Just joking. Oh, I'm not that violent, but yeah, not that violent. Sometimes I feel like it. You I think don't. it? I think it you for sure. It. Visualization helps me. Mur- murder people? Yeah, because okay. then I don't have to do anything like really aggressive or even yell at people in oh, real okay. life. Okay, you, visu- you visualize it so you don't have, have to, to do, do it. it exactly. Okay. Yeah, it's like a helpful tool. I'm the other way around, where like I have to visualize something to do it. Oh. You know what I mean? Yes. So like. Obviously, I'm a bro. I'm a snow bro. So for me, I have to visualize myself doing a trick before I can do it. That makes sense. Yeah. Because yeah. then I'm like... Oh. I, I mean, I visualize. I just don't follow through, I guess. You yeah, say. that's fair. Yeah. I'm like, how would I kill you, Mr. fucking Rogers? <laughs> I like how you keep using Mr. Rogers. I don't know. That's what I called someone a couple weeks ago, and it's just stuck. Actually, a couple months ago. Oh. And it just stuck. It was like this old ass man just fucking everything up. I'm like, you, sir... I don't know why I call him Mr. Rogers. I stick with fuckface. Ooh, I like that one. That's my dad. Like, I knew I was in trouble if my dad was like, hey, fuckface. Fuck I was like, nice. I should probably Aren't go down there. Aren't our parents there. so nice from New England? I mean, yeah, I do yeah. love my parents. Yeah. But, but I was definitely raised in a way where I understand shit now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like, my dad by no means ever beat me and neither did my mom. Oh, well, I my got dad, the shit beat out of me. Well, no, 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 no. But if I if I did something stupid, my dad would smack me upside the head oh, and be yeah. like, "Got it, heard you, yeah, big guy." Gotcha, gotcha. Not gonna do that again. Yeah, when wrong. you're looking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're never gonna catch me do doing that again. Whatever it was. Mm. Uh, I guess that was seventy five percent of the time. My dad always caught me smoking weed. Yeah. I was bad with that one. See, I was really good with that one. That actually where is where the story starts. Well, almost. I was gonna, I was gonna say this is kind of a perfect. Like segue. I was like, I was, I was in my head. I was like, chimpanzee ride not Segway. Okay. <laughs> you ever see that YouTube video of a chimpanzee riding on a Segway? Then there's a music to it. It goes, chimpanzee ride on a Segway. Nope. And anytime there's a Segway, that's what goes through my mind. It's a chimpanzee on a Segway. Yeah, I've never seen that. I'm gonna have to watch it now. Yep, we're gonna have to get understand you know, what where that's coming from but really get the reference but anyway on the other hand you do have a wonderful story for us i do uh you said this is the first time it's going public yeah i mean i've told a lot of people because it's just i think it's like a amazing story it's weird that it's a real story in yeah. my life well, in like, that essence because it's like everyone's like this belongs in a movie <laughs> 
Uh, Have you ever told it on stage or anything like that? No. No? Mm -hmm. Okay. No, just to like on one-on-one interactions with people and strangers sometimes. I mean, when you're drunk enough at a bar, anything can happen. Yeah, or just having a sentimental day and like drinking just like the perfect iced chai tea latte. I don't know. And you're just feeling good and you want to tell... You get into talking with somebody, not, not not since COVID, but... Well, yeah, sadly. You know, this story's been active for 10 years now. 10 years. 10 to, thir- 10 to 13 years, because it really starts three years before it really starts. Okay. Well, then let's uh, let's get into it. Take us into the story. All right. So, um, this is a story about how I found out I have three dads. <laughs> None of them are gay. That I know. Right. You Like, you have a mom. Yes. That you weren't, like, adopted by two dads. I was adopted by one of the dads. Oh, you were? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, it's kind of, so I have a biological father, I have an adoptive dad, and I have a stepdad. So, when I was born, um, 28 years ago, almost to the day. uh, Wait, when's your birthday? September 25th. Oh, yeah, I knew that. Yeah. I'm an idiot. Sorry. Happy birthday. Okay. Thanks. Um, So, basically, my dad, who I grew up with, John... He was there in the birthing room when I was born and mm-hmm. married my mom two months later and then in two years adopted me as his child officially, if that makes sense. Yeah. Okay, so that's I how you. I have the last name McQuarrie. I'm actually born Kendra Ruth Edom, but my real name would be Kendra Ruth King if I took my biological father's name, which is very much a stripper name, I feel like. Yep. That's literally what I was about to say. Yeah. It's like a porn star <laughs> name. And thank God I don't have, or I would have been like super, even more cocky than I already am. Just like, oh, Kendra King, like last name. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways. um, So basically this starts, uh, one day I got out of softball practice. I was 15 years old and I look at my mom and I've always felt really weird in my dad's side of the family. Anyways, I didn't mm-hmm. know any of this. I didn't know that he wasn't my real dad. Oh, okay. You were you were under the impression he was your dad. Yes, because I like grew up with him. Then him and my mom got a divorce, and um, I just grew up going to his house every other weekend. I was like, this is my dad. No one told me any differently. Yeah. That was my dad. But I okay. always felt really weird in the family. You know, like black sheep uh, Yeah. of the family. Like I literally was because I'm – not related to anyone but like at parties that everyone would just sit around super quietly nobody drank looking at the tv Mm -hmm. and i would just sit there i'm like do i belong here like i literally just felt like i did not belong in this family i was like anyone want to go outside anyone want to do literally anything (laughs) play cards yes exactly stare at something else do something do something they're really nice people, but just definitely never felt like I belonged. Right. Anyway, so I get out of softball practice one day, and I look at my mom. I go, Mom, you know what my new favorite snack is? And she's like, what? I go, pickles and mustard. And then she, like, almost, like, Ugh. jolts the car. And she's, like, gives me a really weird look. And yeah. she was like, your father really liked pickles and mustard. And I was just like, okay. Like, oh, that's, that's your really, that's, that was her reaction to that's that. That's really disgusting, I'm just saying. It's delicious. It's disgusting. It's so fucking good. Okay, we'll mm. move on. Anyway, so that like got me thinking weird things because I was mm-hmm. just like, why? And she never called John, the dad I grew up with, Your my fa- father. Yeah. She always called him dad, daddy, fuckface, you know, like some something along those lines. Mm-hmm. They didn't get along very well. Gotcha. Um, the next weekend I go to my dad's house and I go, dad, you know what my new favorite snack is? He goes, what? I go, pickles and mustard. He goes, that's disgusting. He's like, cool. Never. <laughs> no, he literally goes like, that's disgusting. I was like, I have a different dad. You are not my dad. 
That is literally how I found out that my dad wasn't my real dad. Wait, hold on. So you pieced it together. He didn't actually tell you. No. I You're, pieced it together. He, okay, yeah. You like detective comic book this thing. Yeah, because I didn't. I wasn't like, oh, mom said you like. No. Literally just, just like, oh, you say, same thing. You know what my new favorite the, snack is. The gear's lined up and you're like. Exactly. Uh-huh. And then I was like, oh, shit. Called my friends. I'm like, it was a Sunday night. It was, we, it was the dinner that we had with him before we went home back to my mom's house. Mm-hmm call my friends i'm like i really need to talk to you really need to talk to you and we i go over my friend's house and i was like you guys my dad is not my real dad and they're like what kendra this is crazy i was like yeah like he doesn't like pickles and mustard they're like kendra like you can't think that he's not your dad because he doesn't like pickles and mustard i'm like but i've always felt this way like i'm bawling my eyes out at this point you don't understand yeah Blah, blah, blah. So that happens. Like, my best friend is like, yeah, like, you guys are really different. Like, you, I, I look so much like my mom. That, yeah. Like, you look strikingly like your mom. Exactly. Yeah. But I don't. I actually look like my fucking dad. I'm like a really? spitting image of my dad. Yeah. It's really weird. I mean, you look a lot like your mom. Yeah. But if you saw a picture of my dad, you'd be like, oh, okay. yeah. Anyways, so that that happens. Oh, my gosh, my earring. Um. That goes by three years later, um, coming home from a or on a camping trip, I got smoking, caught smoking weed for the first time. Mm-hmm. And nice. I was like, oh, shit, my mom's about to lose her fucking shit. Instead, it was like, Kendra, you're coming to the grocery store with me. I was like, oh, boy, because that means I'm going to get yelled at in the car. I was going to say that. Was that like a thing for Yeah, you just like, you're coming with me. Yeah. Expecting to get like the lay down, whatever, driving to the grocery store everything's normal she's not saying anything to me we're just listening to music she doesn't say anything to me in the store she just sends me to go get paper towels just and then on the weird. way back we're driving back home from the grocery store and she's like so you know dad's not your real dad right and 18 years old i look at her i go uh yeah pickles and mustard and she's like what i was like remember when i told- <laughs> yeah I-, I go she goes what and i was like yeah like well you know, when I said I like pickles and mustard and you said your father likes pickles and mustard, I asked dad if he liked pickles and mustard and he said no. So that's how she's like, oh, my God, I didn't realize you've known for so long. So basically, and she was like, your real father's name is Thomas King. And shout out. Shout out. <laughs> and then she dropped and she's like, if you want to get in touch with him, you can. The reason I'm telling you this is because you have addiction problems on both sides of your family. Oh, okay. And so she's like, I she's like, I don't see that in you. I'm like, yeah, I really don't like never have had a problem with addiction. Right. But she's like, I just want to let you know that it runs really, really strong on both sides of your family. That's why I'm telling you this now. And also you have two sisters. Wow. Okie dokie for a car ride home. Yeah. No so shit. that's what makes me like really start crying. She's like, you can get in touch with him if you want. Um, I think Auntie Cindy has his information. Yeah. So of course I go home. She has this envelope of like a couple pictures of them. And like, I'm like, holy shit. She's like, yeah, you look exactly like him. And I guess my personality is exactly like him too, which we'll get to. Uh, yeah. Um, but so she has like the small envelope that was buried deep in our basement. Like, so it took her like half an hour to find this envelope that Wait. she would hope that I would, I would never find. Okay. But. Wait, it was in your, your aunt's house or your mom's house? This is my mom's house. Okay. I was going to say, is your mom one of those people that like takes a million pictures? Yes. Okay, like has boxes of Kodak? Yes. And sh- yeah. Yes. Okay, yeah. That's yes. A lot of people in my family like that, too. Same. So, we're yeah, we have like those Tupperware boxes filled with Just, like Kodak pictures. Yeah. 
Um, and so I like call up my friends. I'm like, you guys, I was right. Oh, they're like, we're so sorry. Like, you know, it did sound crazy, right? I'm like, I know, but it's true. Yeah. Like my dad's not my fucking dad. And so I found out about him one day. The next day I am babysitting actually my cousins at my aunt's house. And I like put on a movie for them. And I asked my auntie Cindy, I was like, Hey, do you have, tom's information Mm -hmm. i like want to call him and so she gives me his information like kids are upstairs watching a movie i like go downstairs i'm literally like shaking at the phone yeah and yeah because i don't don't know if he even knows about me i don't know because that that was all that me and my mom talked about that that was like that was it that was the whole layout that was it wow okay i didn't know anything else clear which by the way i just i want to i wanted to like give props to your mom though. That took a lot for her to do that too. For sure. Lot, I like. I also, it keep, takes a lot to keep it from somebody for you. Well, no, that's that's literally. What I was <laughs> I'm gonna just say, joking. Though. No, that's what I was gonna say though. Like it, it takes a lot to hold that shit in and out. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, hold it in and get it out. Absolutely. And so, downstairs, I'm like sitting on the floor. Oh no, I'm sitting on this desk, and I like give it a call. Mm-hmm. Rings, rings, it rings, and then all of a sudden, a woman picks up. I was like, oh, shit, I didn't even think about this. Yeah. And she goes, hello. I was like, hi, um, I'm looking for a Thomas King. And she's like, okay. Shuffles around, and then she's like, may I ask who's calling? And I was just like, it's Kendra. And so, and she didn't say anything. And so I hear the, I hear it shuff, the phone shuffling around, shuffling around. All of a sudden, somebody picks up, and he goes, I've been waiting for this phone call for 18 years. So he did know you. He did. Oh, wow. Okay. I literally dropped to the floor, start bawling my eyes out. He's like, every September 25th, I crack a beer for you. We talk for three and a half hours. He, we're literally the same fucking person. Mm-hmm. He like tells me about my sisters, whatever. He also has been living 12 minutes from my college dorm room. I grew up <laughs> in the town next to him. Okay. He, Wait, which, what town? He lived in Swampscott. I lived in Salem. Okay. Wow. Me and my sisters have played soccer on the same field, not even knowing. Do you think you played them? No. Are they? Oh, well, they're different. They're a little bit younger. Okay, they're different ages. And then one time he told me that because we shared a Walmart, we shared the Walmart on like in Lynn. Yeah. And so, yeah. And so one time he hears, Kendra, Kendra, come here. And he he knew my mom's voice and he just drops everything he has and like ran out the store. Wow. Yeah. And so. We were like, okay, like let's meet up, and all of a sudden we're like, Prince of Pizza. He's like, where should we meet? Where should we meet? And then I was like, Pizza. And then we both suggested Prince of Pizza, <laughs> which is this like famous pizza place on Route One in Sagas. And so <laughs> I'm like, holy shit, I'm about to meet my dad. So I find yeah. out about him one day, call him the next day, and then meet him the day after that. It's like a whirlwind of three days. Yeah, I was gonna say three days that are just a shitstorm like, of holy like, shit. feelings like, and feelings. emotion. Absolutely. Oh yeah. And so I, my like girlfriends come with me to like, before I go moral support. Yeah. For moral <laughs> support before I go like meet him, <sighs> which I was like, so fucking nervous for. It was like worse than a first date. Um, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> and so I, he calls me, he's like, I'm here, honey. And I like, I'm like, Oh, like I'm in the gold Hyundai accent. Can you see me? She's like, yeah. I'm like on the other side of the highway. Mm-hmm. I roll around and then I pull into the parking lot and start walking up and it literally sounds so corny. Um, but I like never believed in love at first sight until this moment that I saw my dad. 
Yeah. I just like ran up to him. We hugged and went inside and like, we're just like beaming at each other for yeah. hours. We each ate a whole pizza, like no problem. Like uh, you each ate one each pizza ate a yourself. Whole pizza to There's two pizzas. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh-huh. And then Real important. Just we're like crying, sitting there, like holding hands. He's like, You probably think I'm your your weird older boyfriend. Like the people around <laughs> <laughs> She's like, God, everyone in here. It's I'm my dad. Not, it's not we're not dating. Yeah. Just wanted to throw that out there yeah. every like thirty minutes when he new customers roll in. Me. Yeah, it was so fucking funny. And then we go and play laser tag. Oh no, and then we go and eat banana splits and then we take this like you know those mall photos like the triple picture like a little like mall. a little booth yeah, yeah the yeah. photo booth and that was like our first pictures together and he i could like i can tell he didn't really want to talk about like how what had happened what had happened yeah. um but he had carissa my sister like almost two years after he had me mm-hmm. and then so Carissa is 26, and then Shauna is 24, 25. Those are my two sisters. I met them a week later. Okay. They Carissa is, like, literally the spitting image of me. She's, like, the short blonde version of me, like, energy and everything and how we talk. It's fucking That's weird. a scary thought. Yeah. <laughs> Genetics goes a long way. Long way a long way. A long way. Because uh, me and my dad are the same fucking person, just like happy go lucky, just like super yeah. competitive. Like, and I guess I used to drive my mom fucking crazy. So, my dad and my uncle Joe were best friends before my mom, before whatever happened happened, which yeah. I have a theory and I'll tell you at the end of this. I was going to say part of the show or after the show? The sh- part of the show. Okay, good. Um, and because it's a really fucked up theory, but my fucked up theories have been. Mm nail on the head so I love, far I love theories so <laughs> i think i literally think i'm right about this one but they were best friends and i guess my my uncle growing up was always like ah oh, heather which is my mom's name she's tommy she's tommy and my mom would be like shut the fuck up like my dad like they would be coming home from the bar and my dad would roll out of the moving car like an army man and like play hide and go seek at like two in the morning and make my mom <laughs> fucking like literally is just the biggest. He's a big kid. Yeah. He is just so silly and so like pure hearted. Big old doofus with a big. Heart. Yes. Mm-hmm. And um, he was a Marine. He played semi pro football. Uh, Wait, where? Uh, was it in mass? No, it was for the Marines. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, if he played for the Massachusetts Minutemen, that would have been hilarious. Uh, oh, if my dad was a Minutemen. He's from Everett. Um, okay. Yeah. And so that's, he's blonde hair, blue eyes, just like this, loves USA so much. It's just such a funny guy. Yeah. Um, And so I used to drive my mom. Well, I think, well, my mom's always resented me to a very high extent everyone knows it in my family and i think it's because i'm exactly like him mm-hmm. and they the fact that they got together blows your mind i'm like how even how even it's really like one of life's biggest mysteries to me how they even got together because i don't fucking get it at all uh, i completely understand they could not be more two more different people my dad's like happy-go-lucky super fun like competitive my mom's like very she likes to be have fun, but she's like very serious and very like 
not happy go lucky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I met your mom once, like yeah. briefly. She seemed really nice. Yeah. I mean, definitely not a bad person by any means. No, no, not not at all. Not a bad person. But so my mom in after talking about Tom a little bit was like, Yeah, like he was in trouble with the law. Then getting to know my dad a little bit more, I was like, How? Mm-hmm. Like we talked about DUIs one time. He's never gotten one. He, you know what I mean? Yeah. He was, he, my mom used to say he was in a lot of trouble. And however, the addiction that runs in my dad's side of the family is gambling. Oh. Oh, it's money, huh? And so my prediction is, and my dad is literally the biggest sports fan of all time. He's been featured on HBO Biggest Sports Fans. <laughs> For painting his whole body Steelers mm. colors Ugh. in this is part of the theory okay in the middle of winter and he's just an insane f- sports fanatic he has a huge Steelers tattoo he goes to all the train like he loves Wait, Steelers he's from Everett yeah well, I guess the Patriots sucked back then no so he was a huge Patriots fan he's still Celtics fan still a Bruins fan okay and so he's always talking about how he owes a lot of money yeah and, you know, he didn't go to college. He, you know what I mean? Everything's, like, pretty simple in his life. Yeah. So he used to be a Patriots fan. I think he bet a lot of money and lost a lot of money because he tells me the – I forget the exact year it was that he stopped being a Pats fan and moved to the Steelers. Was it, like, 86? That, I think it was 87. Was 86 or 87. Because the Patriots – It was, like, a big blowout. Well, the Patriots went to the Super Bowl, and I believe, in the eighties. Yeah, and I think that I'm gonna. I won't, I'm actually kind of curious. I'm gonna look it up. Do it, because that would make a lot of sense. Uh huh. I just. The f- I think there's Irish there's Irish bookies after my dad. That wouldn't surprise me at all. <laughs> nope. And my mom didn't want ta- anything to do with it when she was pregnant with me. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And though. then uh, that's the reason they like split up. Ways. Yeah, that would make a lot of sense. I mean, it's kind of a crazy theory because no one's ever said anything to me, but that's like the pieces I've put together. Well, yeah, and I was going to say that's not like out of the realm of what would have happened. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Um, I don't care how many appearances. What were their appearances? (laughs) Now, here we go. Wikipedia. What the fuck? Okay, fuck it. I'm not doing all that research okay. right now. I think it's 86 or 87. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm pretty sure it was in the 80s. Yeah. And so that's my theory there is that I think he was involved or like Irish bookies were after him and he owed a lot of money and it was really fucking scary. Yeah. I mean, that's just serious. My People mom was only 21 when she had me. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, basically my dad, Tom, was like, yeah, like. Your dad, John, or John was in the birthing, like, my mom didn't even let Tommy in the birthing room. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot of grudge holding there. Well. Is what it is. I'm not mad about it. I have no, like, I have no, like, um, anger towards anyone involved at all. Um, But she was like, yeah, it looked like they had, like, the perfect little family, like, set up for you, and there's no space for me, and, like, I totally got that, and he's like, he's just... Yeah, he always says, he's like, oh, like when we first met, he's like, oh, we have, fuck it, forget 18 years, we have the rest of our lives together. Yeah, well, I, that's that's actually a really good way to look at it. Yeah, and that's how that's I look awesome. at it, too, and it sucks because I started traveling, 
kind of right after I met him. So yeah. I met him. Knew like we hung out for a year because we'd hang out all the time. We'd go for like go play pool or go whatever, right. do whatever. Um, a couple a uh, couple times a month or something like that, especially because we lived so close to each other. Then I moved to California, and then it like was just trying right. to and like trying to you know I'm not super close with my sisters because I started moving away before we really got a chance to know each other, and and then I have this whole family that I don't even know. Yeah, which is crazy. Like, like, it's like I went to one party with, like, my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this is the fucking family party I've been waiting for my whole <laughs> life. My 65-year-old uncle's doing backflips off the off the diving board. There's like, actually beer. Everyone's <laughs> taking shots. Like, we're, there's, we're drinking beer. We're playing yard games. Like, yeah. so fucking fun. And then I'm just like, it, like, is almost sad because I'm like, this is the childhood i should have had also what would i have ended up like Uh, well okay yeah that's that's a good point what would have happened because i was already a party animal you know what i mean but maybe i just i mean my sisters are fine so yeah it's just interesting to think about like ways it could have been if i you know yeah well it's like i I think about that with my parents because my parents got divorced when i was like four yeah so it's like i grew up with my dad my brother okay and my actually my grandparents my dad's parents live with us too so it's like yep what if I live with my mom? How like how would things be different? Totally. You know what I mean? So I get I get what you're saying on yeah. that. I completely understand. Yeah, my parents divorced John and my mom di- divorced when I was four. Oh, okay. Wow. So he wasn't. Uh uh-uh. uh. Wow. Okay. So like my of... my parents got divorced. Yeah. And then a lot of change quick. Yeah, and then that happened. Then my mom met Dave, who they've been together since I was like nine or ten. He. That's yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy I met. Yes. Okay. Yes, and so, yeah. uh, yeah, I have three dads. <laughs> Basically, it's pretty crazy, and like, I don't have a super tight relationship with all of them, which is like, is what it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they all play their own part, in a way, but definitely, I think that's part of why I'm super fucking independent. You know? Yeah. I've, my mom basically raised us by herself a single mom with two kids working three jobs and so oh yeah you have a brother too mm-hmm. that's right I forgot. yeah yeah well, who's okay. my half brother <laughs> and that's and one of the first things i said when i found like when i like verified that my dad was not my dad i was like i knew me and eric weren't fucking totally related like <laughs> i knew there's no way i could be fully related to him we're just so fucking different you guys like, are vastly different so even different. just by just by appearance. energy appearance yeah everything. well that's that's what i mean like literally just facial expressions yeah he's very much his dad yeah oh my god spitting image energy wise like so much alike him well i remember you saying like when we first met like well when we first became friends yeah i remember you're like you really remind me of my brother yeah and mostly I, mostly your eyes and like how you're very chill in, yeah in a lot of times but you don't now that i know you more you don't remind me of my brother right personality like, wise but yeah but on the surface, like I could totally, literally, when I saw, I was like, "Yeah, that makes sense." Yeah, I see it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's just super. It's so funny because I have three siblings, three dads, and I don't really know any of them. Like really. Yeah. It's like interesting. That's fair. I mean, because I'm not an only child, but sometimes I feel like an only child because I don't have that like connection with my siblings. Well, I was gonna say like, I can't. I, I don't know how it feels, but I know how it feels to have like a full blood brother. Yes. So like I can assume that the connection is different. Yeah. Like um. Like yeah, me and my brother are extremely close. 
Like I'm, pr- he's probably listening, or he's gonna listen to this episode. Yeah. I'm assuming, because he listens to all of them. I think. Your brother. Right. And like we talk to each other all the time. We have the same phone bill and we mm-hmm. live in two separate states. Whereas like um, I have friends who have step siblings and they're just kind of like, I don't know, he just kind of does his own thing. Like, yeah, we, we see each other and yeah. it's whatever. It's funny because my brother and I grew up together, though. And there we yeah. just, we there's just such a. But if if there's no. So different. Yeah. I was going to say, if there's no connection, and, though. Like, yeah. I mean, we did like get along for a little bit, but there is such a. Like, growing up, I felt like there was such a vast difference in the way we were treated by my mom. Mm -hmm. Like, he was definitely favorite child, and I was not. And so that, like, sparked a lot of, like, angst. And I had, like, a lot of rage as a kid. Yeah. Um, Just because, well, obviously. You know what I mean? Like, not feeling part of your family at all. Like, I felt that since I was a little kid. Like, that I didn't belong, and they also, like, that they treated my brother differently because he, yeah. he was related to them. And not that they were mean to me, but there was just a right. difference in, you could just feel it. You could it. feel it. Yeah. yeah. You could just feel it. Yeah. Um, But it was really good connect with him with when he came back up. We were just, we are v- so different, mm-hmm. like, in every fucking way possible. Like, you can't get him out of the house, and you can't keep me in the house, basically, is how my mom would always describe it. Yeah. Because I'm just off doing my own thing. And he's just like, I don't know. He's just so chill and just wants to play video games. Yeah, that's Which fair. is cool. It's fine if that's what you do. But I'm just such a different energy level than yeah. that. And that's how my dad is, too. My dad is very much of a hermit. Like his dad. His, okay, yeah. John. Yeah. Which, uh, hold on, so to get this Adoptive straight. dad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adopted dad. Yeah, more of like a hermit kind of just does his own thing, stays inside. Mm-hmm. Just Movies, chills. video games. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So I feel that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I I'm that way to a point. Like I definitely like alone time and stuff like that. You enjoy it, but it's not it doesn't it's not your my, life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm like, if I don't get out of the house, I'm gonna lose it. Whether that's hiking alone or whatever, I just yeah. have to like I just like You're de- you're definitely uh not all over the place. You're uh I'm a busybody. Yeah, bi- it, perfect. You're a busybody for yeah. sure. Yeah, even I but like even when I'm chilling, I schedule in my time to chill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, which, <laughs> which I don't is really funny, and like my dad's that, very much the same way. Like it's just really funny. So, uh, just a funny story about Tom King, my biological father. So when I was in India, because mm-hmm. um, he's like very. By the way, what what year or like when two was years this? ago? Two years ago, so yeah, twenty eighteen. When I first moved here, yes. Okay. Um, I moved here in August, and then I went to left for India in December. Okay, cool. For three months. Right. And then came back and was like, I still don't know fucking anyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> kind of like a bad plan to like move somewhere. Oh, let's just move here and not. And then, and then not mo- live here. Let's not just, make any friends. I lit- Yeah, I literally just paid for a place here. It's like the worst. Just I was just an <laughs> idiot. I was just an idiot. Anyways, um, I'm in India and we I went to yoga teacher training there. Mm-hmm. I'm in Rishikesh, which is like the yoga capital of the world. Like very holy place dry no alcohol no anything it's just like a sounds hor- holy sounds great city <laughs> <laughs> You're like, um and so i'm there i'm like we're doing these cleansing practices and one of the clen- we're doing different breath work we're doing like body cleansing things um which are like ancient traditions well, in like yoga can, I, culture this, this is what you told me the other night yeah bucadini oh, yeah, oh god okay and so <laughs> And so one day we have to do um, Nadi Shola, I think it's called, or Nadi something. 
And basically, you got this rubber bucatini noodle, <laughs> and you have to stick it up your nose and pull it out through your throat. <laughs> cleansing like basically flossing your nasal cavity did you actually have to like go back and forth with it and shit? Uh-huh. did it squeak Ugh. wait did it squeak yeah okay. oh it's horrible that's kind of, that's kind of funny so it's pretty funny <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's so gross i like shudder at it and so Ugh. you know we're practicing that for a couple days and mm. like I'm out there. I'm like, today's the fucking day. I'm gonna do this shit. I put on Run the Jewels in my in my headphones, just getting all pumped up. Everyone else is like, we're like on this rooftop in India. Like everyone else is like getting to this like peaceful meditation, like, like to connecting a mandolin or something. Yeah, shit. connecting with their body, <laughs> just like doing different breathing exercises to calm down. I'm like, I'm like, I'm just gonna go over here. I'm like pumping the music, just listening just, like, to Killer Mike yelling your just, like, ear. Exactly. <laughs> and I'm just like, I gotta get pumped up for this. There's no other fucking way. I'm gonna put this fucking noodle up my nose. Like I'm literally like swearing Oof. up there. And so, you know, get into it, get into it. Finally, I get the noodle because it's a little tickly. Oh, and it, yeah. Like hurts a little bit too. I've had COVID tests, yeah. Yeah, I know. I did my own. Um, <laughs> I was like, I stuck a noodle up my nose. Let me, me do. Give, give me, me the, the fucking Q tip. Yeah. <laughs> and so I'm like, st- I stick the noodle down my nose, pull it out through my throat, which makes a popping noise. It's absolutely disgusting. And then you, <laughs> it's so gross. Oh. And then you pull it out. And then you have to, like, cleanse it, and then you try to do it. I can only do it through the right nostril, not the left. The left is, like, closed. It's weird. Do you have, like, a deviated septum Yeah, I think so on my left one because I could not get the noodle down there. I mean, that makes sense. I was just like – Wait, do you snore? Sorry, no. that's a little too bright. Mm-mm. No. I was going to say that's, like, usually – I don't think it's a deviated septum. I just don't think the noodle wants to go down there. Yeah, fair enough. Or maybe that was my cocaine nostril, and, like, it's just ruined. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, no, it would do the opposite of anything. It would burn holes. Well, that's it hurts so bad to like go down there. I like maybe I don't know. Did you have like a a time of cocaine use that was extended? No. Okay, I was gonna say like no. you can maybe there was like a burn hole in the back of your nasal Gross. cavity that kept going into that or oh, something. Oh, gnarly, gnarly, nar nar. Anyways, so I call my dad. I'm like, Dad, we did the craziest fucking thing today. Cause he, I in my mind, I'm like, he's gonna think this is absolutely insane. Like. Yeah, he just why wouldn't you? Budweiser <laughs> and hamburgers, like no green stuff on it. Like this is Tom King. Like he doesn't. You need, like, a, little, you need a little. Budweiser and cheeseburgers with pickles and mustard. Throw so some, green. There is mu- I was pickles. Gonna say, throw some, oh yeah, pickles and mustard. Yeah, that's all he. He likes has on to put mustard on a burger then. Yeah. Yeah. That's what he likes on his <laughs> cheeseburgers. It's just pickles and mustard, nothing that's, else. That's kind of gross. It's delicious. Okay. Anyways. Don't knock until you try it. Oh, um, I have. And I call him, and he just starts crying. I tell him this. I'm like, it was fucking crazy. I like, just squeegee my like, fucking you will nostril. not believe this. Yeah. And he just starts cracking up. I'm like, what? He goes, you know how much money I made doing that in the Marines? I was like, no. <laughs> His party trick was taking girls' chains or taking people's necklaces and doing that, pulling it out through his nose, would bet beers for it. He's like, one time I made $170 in one night doing that. He used to take different color M&Ms and put them up his nostrils and make people bet on which one he's going to pull out of his mouth. That's disgusting. That's fucking gnarly. That was, that's his party trick. Did he ever lose one? Ever lose an M&M? Just I, never come out? I never. I didn't ask him. You should ask him. I should ask him. Because I'm really curious now. That's disgusting. There's just like, I mean, it would have melt, it melted. It melted by then, but like. But he just had like. like a, one night. He like, just had like a chocolate drip for like four months. <laughs> 
not bad. Wouldn't not be a the bad worst idea. Thing ever. Not wouldn't be the worst thing. A lot better than meth. Also, I mean cocaine. He also one night um with my uncle Joey, like when they were younger, he like came home. My uncle Joey had this big fish tank and he had a frog in it. And you know, my you uncle Joey was nose. telling my uncle Joey was telling my my dad, he's like, Oh, like, you know, like toads or like frogs, they like put off po- or or no, they didn't even say any of this. He's like, dare you to eat that toad, Tommy, or that frog, Tommy. He goes, yeah, you bet me, you bet me. And he's like, yeah, I bet you 10 or $15 that you won't eat that frog. My dad reaches into the fish tank, puts the frog in his mouth. Little did he know that the frog put out poisonous oils. As soon <laughs> <laughs> Head drop. That's what happened. As soon as they are like in danger, my dad literally had a numb and like foul tasting mouth for like a week because he just couldn't not do a bet. So that is my father. This guy coming to visit anytime? He's the best. I I kind of want to meet him. You, he's all he wants to do is come float the river and drink beers and drink Budweisers. That's all he wants to do. Butt wipers. That's what I call him. Ah, he loves Budweiser so much, and so do I. It's like every September 25th, I crack a Budweiser for you. King of beers. King of beers. Can- yeah. Uh, I, no, no. I, I caught it. Okay. I okay. It. I understand. Um, also, they're delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, PBR. But, but you're just so such a hipster. No, I'm not a hipster. I'm a fucking degenerate. Yeah. Okay. I started off with Natty Light. Budweiser's Went delicious. up to Bush. Settled oh, at PBR. Gross. Okay. Um, but he wants to come out here. My sister is actually just visiting two weeks ago. Not here. She was in mm-hmm. Breckenridge in Denver with a friend. She's like, I want to move to Colorado and I want her to move here. So then the rest of my family will come out and visit. Yeah. I'm just like, come like on. this is my place. Yes. Come here. So Wait, hold yeah, on. if How Tommy w- King came, came to visit, it would be a fucking party. He would be the mayor of Steamboat in a second. Yeah, I'm down. He's the best. Um, you, you need your dad out He's here. The greatest. Although I, like, I want to show you a picture of him. I take it he's not a snow. Painted. He's not a snow person. Oh, well, do, oh yeah. Does he snowboard ski. or ski or anything? He'll ski. Get him out I here. I was like, ski. Daddy, like skiing. He's like, Yeah, I got it. He's a titanium hip and a titanium <laughs> knee. Cool. Because he's like fucked himself up, like playing football. He loves airports. Like, he just yeah. like is insane. Um, and he's like, Yeah, yeah, get me up on that mountain. I'm like, Okay, like let's fuck come on out. Like I want him to come out this winter so I'll sh- bad. You know, I know the mountain really well. I I'll know. show him the mountain. I know. I was like, You would have, he would have the funnest time here. He's just me as a 54 year old man. It's the smaller boobs. Yeah. <laughs> and no, he's like, he's just fucking the greatest, laughing at everything. All the time. Such a jolly guy. He sounds pretty awesome. He's pretty much the best. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Could have grown up with a way cooler dad. Just, just kidding. Just kidding. He's fine. Well, like you said, you have the, ne- you have the rest one- of your life. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, that's uh, the pickles and mustard story. That's Is that what you refer to it as? Yeah. All right, that's pretty legit. Yeah. That I'm was- going to write a book one day. Actually, you could make a pretty fuck. Oh, you can write a good movie out of that. Actually, yeah, pickles and mustard. It's and like it's called. That'd be really funny. It was called pickles and mustard. Yeah, it'd, be, it'd definitely be an indie film if it was a hundred percent. Yeah, if it was called pickles. And I want to be cast in it as myself. So. I mean, doesn't everyone? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm shit. That was a lot of information. I know. <laughs> what I told you, I had a I story for you. I know you weren't kidding. It's a story. I mean, Here's the, I haven't cried. I think that's because we have such like a funny repertoire, like already before, like between us. Yeah. I usually cry when I tell this story, especially when it comes to the 
I've waited for this phone call for 18 years. Part. That, yeah, it must have oh. been a heavy moment. I was just like, I fell to my, I was like. <gasps> just oh. ugly crying. Oh. <laughs> the ugliest like, cry ever. Ever. Just yeah. sobbing uncontrollably because I was just like. I didn't know. I was so fucking scared. I didn't know whether he was going to be like. Happier. Hang up. Hang up. Yeah. Be pissed. Be like weird about it. Right. Best case scenario. Yeah, that's fair. Best case scenario. Uh, shit. What do you <laughs> what do you think a moral is that you could pull out of this? I, to be honest, I don't even know. Follow your intuition. Follow your intuition. Mm-hmm. That's a really good one. Mm-hmm. Or. Uh, um, and don't hold grudges. Yeah. Because I didn't. I don't have a grudge against either of them. You know what I mean? Yes. Some of my friends are like, aren't you pissed that he wasn't in your life? Aren't you mad that your mom kept that from you? I'm like, it's no. already done. There's nothing right. I can do about it besides make what lemonade with the lemons that life gave me. Right. And like to take, not dwell on the past and to like take advantage of what you have now. Like yeah. that's what I would say is the moral of the story is like. When life gives you lemons, you make fucking lemonade. You don't think about all the times that you didn't have fucking lemonade. Yeah. So that's that's actually I, I like that. Yeah. The best. Yeah. Because that's, that's the truth is like when you have a situation like that, if you just are pissed the whole time, it's nothing good is ever going to happen. And also it's not going to change what had already happened. Well, yeah, exactly. And it, knowing that like I'm the person I am now because of all of that crazy shit, mm-hmm. you know, and if I'm ever a parent one day, like. This has definitely shaped how I would parent. Yeah, like, for sure. In a way. And also just having compassion, like being able to choose compassion for my mom and like not even imagining the hardship she went through, being 21 years old, alone, pregnant, having what if my theory was really going down. Yeah. That's fucking terrifying. Right. Um, And then she lost her mom the year after. You know what I mean? Like she yeah. was like very much alone and like she did everything she could for me and like out of like the best for me and like i just have so much compassion for her and like could never be mad at her because i've never been in that situation right and then for him he like also was like he's tommy and he's like i didn't know like i didn't know if you even knew about me i'm like i'm not gonna just call you one day and just be like hey i'm your dad that you don't know about yeah like you know (laughs) yeah that might that was probably that would be more devastating yeah absolutely and he's like i didn't know well he like said to me he's like i didn't know if you knew about me like i've always don't think i there's every day where i didn't think about you um and just knowing that like and even if it wasn't that way but i'm really lucky it is and that him and i have a great relationship and um that you know i was able to choose compassion over grudge holding at like a young age is 18 you know um, that's a, a lot better than I would have done. Which is crazy, especially when you're 18 and like just have that dropped on you. Even yeah. though I already knew. Yeah, but it, still, I mean. Funny thing is, six months before that in January, I tripped on acid for the first time. In the middle sick. of my acid trip, I go, this is the year I'm going to meet my dad. I have it written down in a journal. Like I okay. literally knew it was like I knew I was going to meet my dad that year. Yeah. Because I've always like. I never obsessed over it because it, like, it was oh, always like, it was always fucking knows who he is, <laughs> you know, but yeah. it's always in the back. It of was mind. always present. Yeah. So uh, moral of the story is definitely like don't dwell over the lemons or the times that you didn't have lemonade. <laughs> right. Lemons are great. How about that? 
<laughs> <laughs> Once you get the lemons, just move on. Just move on. Don't don't care where and the lemons. Make the most of it. Yeah, make the most lemonade possible. Yeah, pulp free, please. I don't like pulp. Yeah, but, me either. Ugh, it's gross. Like eating do without bugs. it. Use a strainer. Yeah, use a strainer. Yeah, get all the icky stuff. Leave it in in the past and just make fucking lemonade. That's yeah. what I would say is the moral of the story. I didn't realize you were gonna ask that. That's a cute question. That's the whole point of this I, show. I get it. <laughs> you haven't listened to one episode, have you? I listened to a part of one on a pot on a road <laughs> trip, and then the service cut out because I didn't download it. Wait, which episode was it? The first one. Everyone, check out the Patriot episode yep. reference. Yep. <laughs> Number one. Uh, but yeah, thank you so much for having me on, and uh, hopefully, Ellen DeGeneres will listen to this. We're gonna send it to her people. My dad loves Ellen, and we've always said that we need to be on the Ellen show for this story. <laughs> like he fucking loves Ellen so much, and so do I. And then also, Drew Barrymore, if you're listening to this, I talk like you. Let's get on a movie together. Yeah, That's kinda, it. Yeah, you kind of do. I do. Yeah, you kind of do. I exactly like her. It's really fucking weird. The tone's different, but. A little bit. Yeah, but yeah, I see it. <laughs> I can hear, or sorry, I hear it. Yeah. <laughs> I see your Drew Barrymore. <laughs> yeah. Voice. Anyways, thank you yeah. so much, Jared. What a cool podcast you got going. Yeah, thank you for being on. I really appreciate it. That was uh, actually a perfect story, too. Um, as much as I love doing funny stories, I also like to have heartwarming stories. Heartwarming too. and funny stories. Yeah. And well, yeah. Suspicious no. and mysterious stories. Because do we know whether or not it was the Irish bookies that really? Yeah, I mean, created the disruption in my family. Yeah, the the jury's still out. No one knows. Maybe one day. Maybe one day. Just get your mom hammered. I've tried. <laughs> I've tried. I tried. Oh no! 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 See, I just I don't want to like ruffle any feathers. I'm just yeah. if I already accepted it. Yeah, that's fair actually. And like if if they want to come to me and tell me, that's cool. But I'm not gonna like push it because it's clearly a fucking sensitive subject. <laughs> it's a, definitely a like, button to very push. Very a button to push, yeah. and I it's the, re- like, it's the red button. Yeah, and I don't want to push anyone to tell something about their past that they've clearly have buried deep, deep down, and yeah. don't ever want to talk about. That's very fair. Where there's shame and or guilt or whatever involved, all those hard feelings as that we have as humans. For sure. Is what it is, man. Yes, it is. And yes, on that note. Oh, yeah, on that note, uh, <laughs> yet again, I appreciate you coming on. This is awesome. My pleasure. I love the story. Um, Good. Yeah, I'm, is there anything you want to say to the 20 people that might listen to this? No, but <laughs> no, just I think I like that it ends with the moral of the story. It's just like, yeah, just take that and like clearly – that could have gone differently in so many other ways, like yeah. that life story that I have. But I just chose to make it different in any situation in your life. Like you always have a choice on like how you're going to act. You don't have a choice how what anyone else is going to do, but you have do you have a choice have, yeah. about how you react and act in situations. So for sure, that's really sure. all I have to say. All right. Well, uh, thank you for tuning in, everyone. Uh, Please listen to other episodes if you haven't. Uh, we'll have more coming out soon. Please uh, keep an eye on Steamboat Comedy. We should have some stuff up on YouTube soon here for my last show. Uh, also keep an eye on that podcast. Uh, please follow me on Instagram at uh, the Great White Buffalo Buffalo with a W. And what's your what's mine your? is at underscore Kendra Ruthless. Uh, not at Kendra Ruthless. That's my old one, but it got hacked. Just at underscore Kendra Ruthless. All right. Please uh, <laughs> follow Kendra if you can. And um, 
yeah have a have a good day or good night or whatever you're doing and squeeze those lemons yeah squeeze those lemons thank you uh (laughs) thank you for listening guys cheers bye that was fun that's fucking awesome (laughs) that's my life story